Continuing on with Aunt Agnes month. <laughs> what, or as some people like to call it, what's really catching fire online, Antagust. Uh, so we are flying through the month uh, with Cole's pick of one flew over the cuckoo's nest. What is Jack Nicholson up to in that crazy house? And what is old Nurse Ratchet? up to we'll find out on this latest episode of the review review hey welcome everybody to the newest episode of the review review i am George of the max extreme I am Coach Havens, and I'm here. <laughs> and coming to you from Studio B, I'm sick. <laughs> Dude, your audio sounds <laughs> sick. Sick. Yeah. Uh, JT, thank you for also social distancing for whatever horrible disease you may have (laughs) thanks for just thanks for just like not coming over and being like guys i am super sick (laughs) i'm gonna keep your whole house whatever this is hope i give it to your children yeah walk into your house with big leaky eyes (laughs) (laughs) yeah big drippy old man eyes uh because i just got over a case of hand foot and mouth that i got for my kids just this last week which sucks uh gross jt do you remember like when we were in fourth grade and i had a case of that and i was so uh, like tied up with it that i couldn't even speak and you called me silent I remember that <laughs> yeah we made fun of you all the time <laughs> at least for a good two weeks till that thing cleared up that sucked i did not have it that bad this last week a very mild case uh but still nothing to scoff at plus people call it hoof and mouth because that's what cows get oh that just <laughs> and it just adds insult to injury you know when you're walking around with a mouthful of sores <laughs> especially when people call it hoof and mouth <laughs> so that's what we're all sick with did you have any ailments this last weekend no i just had a run-in with the law, but we can talk about that a different time. <laughs> when we will, a different time. Yeah, that's a that's a next shoot in the shit. Uh, but today we are going to be talking about your pick, Coach, over there. That's sitting me. across from me this one fine day. This is also an odd situation. We're all playing musical chairs here. We are. I normally don't stare toward the Max Extreme yeah. into his deep, dark eyes. Right. We usually sit... Uh, <laughs> like what 90 degrees from each other so we are not even ever looking at each other never we never looked at each other until right now we really. haven't in fact i've never actually noticed that you have a face i've never noticed how beautiful you are well sometimes <laughs> when i gel my hey guys, hair just guys, right please don't fall in love uh, are you falling in love with me right now I'm not falling in love. <laughs> only if you are i mean it's kind of weird but if you said it uh, but we're going to get to one flew over the cuckoo's nest at the top of the hour. You knew I wasn't ready, you <laughs> son of a bitch. God damn it, my game's off. Oh, shit. All right, Sam, we just started it, so don't count. You know. <laughs> but there's uh, quite a bit of news uh, that I found very last minute. Uh, news of the Z? 
News. That's right. Okay. News. Ah, that's, yeah. N O O Z. Uh, and a lot of it's, well, half of it, I'm going to say it's trailer talk because CinemaCon was this last week. Uh, and I guess uh, WB showed up with guns blazing. Um, they may not have been the biggest news of the week, but they showed up with stuff to show for the newest Matrix movie, which fans really enjoyed. Uh, I think a new trailer for the Batman movie. Uh, hashtag our pats is our bats and uh the new dune movie that's going to be coming out later this year i don't think any of it's dropped online yet which is actually shocking but uh, whatever they showed there one fans over hmm. jt did you hear about this uh i did hear that the matrix movie the title for it is the matrix resurrections resurrections I'm, yes, I'm, with, with yes. a Z. Multiple people. Is that with an X in the middle as with well? A Z. Instead yeah. of a CT. Yeah. Uh, I am curious yeah. about the new Matrix movie, but I don't know if I'm like super like looking forward to. I I don't know. I'm not super hyped about it yet. But we haven't seen anything about it yet either. So, guys, I've never seen a Matrix. You know, I wish I could be surprised anymore, but this world doesn't do it to me. This world doesn't do anything for me anymore. Oh, I love it. <laughs> cool to reveal that he never heard about film until our show. I would believe it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Flim? <laughs> what? Flim? Flim <laughs> you speak of. Uh, but the other things that uh, came out this last week were, a, I think, the final trailer, or at least another trailer for The Eternals. Uh, showing a little bit more of Angelina Jolie's character and kind of all the abilities these kind of characters have. Looks pretty rad. The more I see it, see if, uh, about it, the more I want to see it. Hmm. I have only seen one trailer, and it was super vague. <laughs> yes, I've seen that one as well. Very vague. <laughs> Very vague. Um, it didn't get me excited about anything. This one may turn you around. Okay, I thought you were going to say turn me on. I, I love it. Could I love also it's like do. skirt around idea that uh, they didn't help with the whole Thanos thing. Yeah, they, they, they had to add that into the movie and the trailer. Yeah. Well, really, everyone would be like, why didn't they? Because they didn't have anything to do with the deviants or something? That'll be something explained in the movie, I would hope. <laughs> well, it didn't involve deviants. Yeah. <laughs> Half the population still died, and you say talk about how much you love humans. It's cool. It's cool. Yeah, you know, it's fine. Uh, Kumail, what do you got to say over there? <laughs> I can't wait to see Kumail all jacked. God, Jack Kumail. Can you believe it? Non Johnny. Um, um, I do have more Marvel news before we get to the big trailer that came out. We can talk about that in just a second. But the She Hulk. Uh, Disney Plus show has wrapped, and that uh, should be coming to us very soon. I think that comes out this year, maybe. Still? Is it the next one after What If? I don't remember. I don't. I don't <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to keep track of all that stuff. What's the next? I think the next one's Hawkeye, isn't it? Oh yeah, you might be right. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, but She Hulk somewhere down the line. Who knows? Um, you know what? I'm there for it. 
You're there for the She-Hulk. I'm there for anything Marvel. I'm a nerd. You said you weren't there for Eternals just weeks ago. But you, you didn't let me finish, though. Um, <laughs> even if it's a vague-ass trailer that doesn't get me excited, it's a Marvel movie. Uh-huh. And I'm going to spend money to go watch it. Well, there you go. There you have it. I'm going to get a jumbo bucket of popcorn. Jumbo bucket. Jumbo bucket. <laughs> that was Fun fact, that was my nickname in middle school. <laughs> jumbo bucket. Jumbo bucket. Oh, there he goes, walking down the hallway. <laughs> Jumbo Make bucket. way for Jumbo Bucket. Jumbo Bucket. Didn't Cozy Jack say he was going to have a friend on the podcast this week? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be true or not. Man, I hope it's not Jumbo Bucket. <laughs> Jumbo Bucket. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Like um, the earth is quaking. Do you guys feel that? <laughs> Giant jumbo footsteps. It's like he's getting closer. Uh, I think the biggest news of the week, I'm just going to stick this right in the middle of my news here, was the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Mm. Everyone watch this. I did watch this one. JT, you've been sick of watching watch- this on repeat? <laughs> Uh, yeah, nonstop. I'm I, I'm still watching it. Oh God, what a what a trailer, right? <laughs> Did it deliver on anything that you were looking forward to in this last uh, in this, this last movie? Uh in all honesty, like there was there was talk about how they wouldn't put a trailer out at all. I almost kind of wish they did. To not like, put I'm, a trailer out. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Like it, it it's cool to see that. Okay, yeah, they're paying off on some of these things but like the mystery of where they were gonna go and all these rumors of like all these different people coming back it made that made it more mysterious and exciting as to like oh, this is how we're probably gonna fit him in now yeah yeah i get that but like it's they they have to build hype for it somehow if that's even a thing you have to do for a spider-man marvel movie marvel i don't know but uh, I quite I quite enjoyed it. I wish they did hold back a little bit more because with every subsequent trailer that's coming out for this, you know they're just gonna get more and more like showy, and I I don't know if I want that or not. Because <laughs> just showing uh, well if nobody's watching trailers. I don't want to say like spoilers for trailers or whatever, but like they showed Alfred Molina as Dr. Octopus at the end of the trailer. So... It blew oh, me away. It blew you away. It did. <laughs> I went from one room to the next. Uh, but anyway, I, I'm into it. I do like that it has direct consequences from the previous movie where he's outed, and it looks like they're trying everything to course correct. You know, not in, in, like, in plot, not course correct for whatever their wrongdoings by doing that i guess in disney i don't know but uh what did you just say i meant when somebody usually says course correct it's like a bad thing because they fucked up during the movie and so they have to like figure out how to fix it but this is like why am i explaining myself (laughs) why why am i even doing this nobody cares nobody cares Anyway, Spider-Man No Way Home trailer, hot. 
hot. I might watch it again tonight. The one thing I like about this trailer is that it makes kind of makes Doctor Strange kind of seem like he sucks at his job. Like there's people being like, you probably shouldn't do this. I'm, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> I did like Wong is like, don't you do this spell? And he's like, okay. <laughs> Wink. Yeah. Mom, like, don't you do this? I'm, I'm not gonna do it. After it looks like Wong just goes Wong. on to a vacation and like goes to his like little teleportation circle with two suitcases. <laughs> oh my god. I uh I do really enjoy though uh his like freaking puffy winter coat with his cape attached to it though. That struck me as fucking odd. <laughs> See, I would exchange the word odd with baller. Okay. <laughs> That's what it looked like to me. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I want. I am super glad it's just kind of like a weird like team up movie between like Doctor Strange and Spider Man as well. Um, hyping up whatever's gonna be coming forward for multiverse of madness mm. and whatever is like the fallout of Loki okay. and stuff like that too. So setting up yeah. big stuff. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a uh, blockbuster. Buster. <laughs> bucket. Jumbo <laughs> bucket. It's a jumbo, jumbo bucket. <laughs> I can't remember what he sounded like, but yeah, maybe he'll show up today. <laughs> the only other Cozy <laughs> Jack's best friend. The only other news I got is wrestling related. Oh, yeah, watch that. Don't tune out yet, everyone. Uh, and I we can touch on it as little as we want. But uh, uh, SummerSlam was this last weekend. Did anyone watch any of it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, no. Neither did I. Did I. And I remembered it was even on right before it started. And I'm like, do I want to watch it? Nah. No. <laughs> State of wrestling in 2021. They're like biggest summer event, and I'm like, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm okay. What I don't even know what was on the card. Um, okay, so we can run down a little bit here, uh, just quickly. Main event was Roman Reigns in the return of John Cena. I mean, the first match, the big match he's had back, right? Which also featured a run in by Brock Lesnar coming back as a ponytailed mm -hmm. Viking. Um, okay. God, he just looks interesting. <laughs> Um, it's just interesting. Yeah, hair like, so close to like the color of his skin that you can't really tell where his head begins and his hair, like where his hair and his head begin. He's unique. <laughs> um, Becky Lynch also made a return after being gone forever for pregnancy. Um, she came back and squashed Sasha Banks or okay. Sasha uh, Bianca Belair. I mean, okay. I mean, literally yeah. pinned her in, like, 15 seconds. Oh, God. If that. Shitty rock bottom. Yeah. A shitty rock bottom. <laughs> um, it was bad. It was bad. bad. Um, those were, like, um, the big things that happened, honestly. The returns. My goodness. And that, that filled a four-hour show? I guess. <laughs> I mean, we had a pretty sweet show, like, an hour and a half from here. I think our show was better. <laughs> Uh, well, and the only other note that I got for that's wrestling related is that, uh, CM Punk returned to the wrestling scene to AEW. Huge. In Chicago. Huge. No less. 
huge. Huge. Um, huge. There's videos floating around out there. If you just want to see pure emotion, check out the video of Punk's return. Yeah. It's like a it's like a minute long video, but it is. I mean, if you want to see fans just loving something, uh huh, like a, yeah. a natural emotion. Yeah. Whatever you think about pro wrestling, it's fans just enjoying themselves. Yeah. My God. I know. It's like my new favorite thing now is to like show people that I know aren't wrestling fans that, and then they're just like, whoa. Like, <laughs> it elicits that kind of reaction. Yeah. I mean, you see Punk with his natural reaction. He's almost tearing up mm-hmm. at the reactions yeah. he comes out because he's been gone for seven years. And to walk back in his hometown in front of his people of Chicago and to get that type of a reaction from those people. And there's people crying in the audience. Like, it's incredible. And it's everything I love about professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Not people coming back in 15 seconds and beating a new, you know. <laughs> I I did watch that video. It was pretty impressive. Like, I love that it pans across the stadium even before his entrance music hits. And the crowd is blowing the roof off already because they know what's coming. And they're all just, like, pounding his name. And then his music hits, and it just erupts with applause and just people screaming. And as soon as he comes out, you can feel, like, a release you know, it's oh, like it's... it finally happened because people were looking forward to this for seven years, yeah. especially in the heartland over here in Chicago. Oh, it's so, it's so natural. And that's, what's the best part about it. Mm-hmm. It's not pretty. You can barely even hear his music when it, when he, when it starts too. like, they're so loud. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. I love it. I love it. Pretty awesome. I don't even think he's that the best wrestler either. I just think he's like a he's, great showman. Yeah, oh, he connects with people. Over here. Yeah. I would agree. I mean, I'd, I'd agree. Though. He's not the best wrestler ever. It's just he's, he's he connects with people. He's mm-hmm. a very real, everyday person. He's yeah. not huge. He's not like, you know, and just that fact, I think people are like, oh, this guy's cool. He's real. He's real. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's kind of like Stone Cold in the 90s. Like, he just does his own shit, and people love him for it, you know? Yeah. I love it. There I you go. It. Also, Samoa Joe won the NXT Championship yep. Sunday night. Okay. Yep. All right. I thought he was done. He was for a bit. Now he's back. Now he's back. Now he's back. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sweet. Uh, well, that's all the news I got. That's it. That's it. Did you see that uh, outfit that Karrion Cross had on that looked made him look like he was from Zardoz? <laughs> oh my god! I think I put that on the review review Twitter. Yeah, somebody did, and yeah. I definitely liked the shit out of it. Yeah, it is that is un- unnatural. Oh my god, it's so funny. Hopefully, he does a Zardoz angle and like goes full crazy with it. <laughs> he falls into a mirror pyramid. Yeah, yes. God. Holy Remember shit. that fucking movie? Boy, how could I forget? How could I forget? Oh, my God. I could go God. for a rewatch right now. Um, <laughs> Let's just stop this and go around to Zardoz. Should we? <laughs> it's been one year since the last one. Should we rewatch it? 
Uh, JT, did you have any other news? Any other? Uh, yeah, I don't have any news. I've been like sleeping all day, so. That's a life, man. Just having hundred degree fever and sleeping. Sleeping in your own mess. If you weren't uh, in hell at the same time. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Uh, well, I, I, I guess I can just go right into a, another segment here. Hey, wait a minute. Oh, no. <laughs> I want to come in and talk about. <laughs> hey, what? What the fuck you laughing about, Bucket? Wait a minute. Is this? It's Jumbo Buckets. <laughs> oh, no. I'm I'm here on behalf of Cozy Jack. <laughs> Cozy Jack's not showing up. You're on, Cozy you're Jack up. is on assignment. <laughs> is he? He's I'm got a lot. For... He's got a lot of Bluetooth to sell. <laughs> You've got a very interesting voice, Jumbo. If I may call you that. You can call me that. <laughs> Thank you. They've called me that since I was a Jumbo baby. Jumbo baby. And now Jumbo. you've gone all the way to Jumbo Bucket. I'm Jumbo Bucket. <laughs> bucket or Buckets? <laughs> bucket is your wife, isn't it? It's not Buckets. <laughs> It's buckets. <laughs> buckets, but it is plural. Yeah, whatever that means. <laughs> Jumbo Buckets. Jum- yeah, my name is Jumbo Buckets. Jum- Jumbo Buckets. Anyways, <laughs> that fucking glider douche Bernard. Yeah? Where's he at? Uh, beats me, man. I thought he'd be here. Are you looking for a bunch? I'm looking to start something with him. What? what? You got beef with Bernard? I got beef with Bernard. You got beef with Bernard? Jumbo Buckets got beef with Bernard. Buckets got beef with Bernard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Buckets has beef with Bernard. Buckets got beef? Is this a new segment? Buck- <laughs> Is this good enough to have a new segment? Buckets got beef? Put it on a shirt. Buckets got beef. Hashtag... Bucket's got beef. If I can have some proceeds. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait to see if we get any. Put it on that Patreon. <laughs> I hear that there's at least four people now. <laughs> what are you talking about? Who the fuck? That's right. It's me, bitch. Bernard. No. Oh my gosh. Bernard, Bernard. you sound different. I think I've got a hundred degree fever. Oh. Oh, is that your excuse? Is that your excuse to not do your beef with me, Buckets? Also, Bernard, if you've got a hundred degree fever, can you not be in my house, please? I'm trying to keep everyone healthy here. Hey, man. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? How about you chill? Uh, I don't know how to take this at all. Listen, bitch. Did everyone see the new Spider-Man trailer? Trailer? And the new Goblin? Yeah, are you going to be in it? They're bringing back a whole bunch of characters. Well, you saw that there was a Goblin Bomb, a Pumpkin Bomb, and whatever yeah. follows a Pumpkin Bomb usually glides around. 
Just throwing that out there. Ain't you, the one, ain't you the one that killed my friend, sweet angel? Wait, did I? You talking about what the fuck is going on over there? Jumbo Buckets over here knows. Listen, Buckets. I hate don't, don't you call me Buckets. My name's Jumbo Buckets to you. Listen here, Jumbo. That's better. I, I don't know if I killed anybody because I don't remember since I've got amnesia. Where the fuck is this coming from? Oh my god. Bird has amnesia? When did this happen? I couldn't tell you. I don't you remember. I feel like you're full of shit. That's so, the last thing you remember, Bernard. The last thing I remember is last week I was gliding out of here and then something shook like like the sound of a rattlesnake and then hit me in the back of the head and then I woke up in a bathtub with no kidneys. What the fuck? No kidneys and you're still alive. I swiftly glided myself to the hospital where they put in two synthetic kidneys in my kidney holes. <laughs> wow, Bernard, this is a very interesting story. I don't know if we can go on telling it, though. I don't think we got enough time in, time in the night to go on. Well, I think my voice also changed. Because I might have also fallen on my own glider. On my neck. <laughs> Wish you would have ran your ass over. It's a good thing I can tend to my own glider wounds. And I oh, yeah. fixed my throat and larynx. That's why I sound a bit different. You're going to be sounding real different when I'm done with you. Wait a minute. Jumbo Buckets... When did you get here? I've been here the whole time. <laughs> you and this fucking amnesia. Did well, you jumbo bucket a week ago? <laughs> well, sirs, I think I must be going now. See you later. Wow, he just like so questions. He slowly drifted so into the darkness. <laughs> well, if there's one thing I know. It's that Bernard is on my shit list. Wow. Wow. And I'm not done. So I'm not done with this. Fucking. What? <laughs> it sounds like your voice is just getting. It's going from. It sounds like a, a certain voice to now you're just going raspy. What? <laughs> Fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> I. <laughs> Jumbo when, buckets. Wow. When I get really angry, oh, I see I'm calming down now. Oh, I, there you go. There you I, go. When I get real angry, I get just raspy. That's all. <laughs> but I'm feeling better now. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, I'll be back. wake up your wife and child in the other room. <laughs> Some call me oh, the Texas Outlaw Jumbo Buckets. 
With my cowbell that I carry, sweet Bertha. Anyways, I call her Bertha Buckets. Anyways. Bertha Buckets Bell? Bertha Buckets Bell. Some call her Triple B. I don't. Some do. But anyway, I gotta catch Burner, that piece of fucking glider shit. I'll be back next week, maybe with Cozy. I gotta find him. Wow. But anyways... Jumbo Buckets out. <laughs> wow. Buckets showing up, claiming his stake to Bernard. Those two have a heated beef. So welcome. welcome. This ends, I guess, Buckets beef. <laughs> or whatever the thing we set up just minutes ago. the only segment of Buckets beef. <laughs> beef of Buckets. Beef's Buckets? <laughs> I don't remember what it was. Anyway, it's wow. A... What a great set. What a, what a great show this is so far. Is it? <laughs> I feel like it's not. <laughs> Jumbo Buckets. Was he, he was here, wasn't he? He was here. He was here. He was large and in charge. How big was he? That was a, that's a good question. Like, I just gauging by his size, he looks near 600 pounds. 600 pounds? 600 pounds. How did he fit in this attic you have here? <laughs> I do not I do not know. Oh, my God. For being 600 pounds, he is quite swift and nimble because he just snuck right in here. I, I didn't have this small glass of water uh, uh, over here where I could see the ripples in it, like a T-Rex. <laughs> like a Jurassic Park. That's how we knew he was coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. We said it like ten minutes ago. We knew, but unfortunately, I drank all the water, so that's how we couldn't tell he was coming. I wish I would have known. I wouldn't have gone to the bathroom. Well, it's hot in here too, so it is you're hot gonna have here. that. You're gonna have that tit for tat, you know. Tit for tat. Tit for tat. Jumbo buckets <laughs> made his arrival. God, Cozy Jack's had a fucked up friend. <laughs> Uh, well, guys, we do have listener mail. Do we? Do we? We very well do. We have three bits of correspondence tonight. Uh, the first one, uh, entitled uh, Totally Serial About Serial. And this is from The Rambler. Oh. <laughs> and he writes... Hello, friends. As requested, I'd love to list my top five cereals, since you guys only mentioned one in my list, you uncultured swines. Jesus, wow. Rambler. He went, went for the throat. Jesus. Uh, number five, gonna have to roll with Golden Grams. I think we dumped on... Did we dunk on Golden Grams last week? I, I don't remember doing that. I okay. like Golden Grams. Golden Grams are good. Uh, I don't think I'd put him in a top five. I probably wouldn't either. I think that's a little fucked up, Rambler. <laughs> it's, it's totally fucked, man. Yeah. Number four, life. Cereal bars. Golden Graham cereal bars. I can fuck with that. I can fuck with that. <laughs> I can fuck with that. <laughs> those are totally fuckable. But those, those are different, though, I feel. Like, you got those in cereal bar form. Composed to like, or composed. Uh, I meant to say, uh, Beethoven's opposed, fifth. Opposed <laughs> to just a bowl of milk, you know. 
Have, has anybody ever dunked a Golden Graham cereal bar in milk while they eat it? Never been done. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> I bet Jumbo done. Buckets has. Uh, Jumbo Buckets sounds like he does that every day. Yeah. Straight cream. <clears throat> oh. Uh, anyway, numbers number four is life. Gotta sprinkle sugar on top, though. No, no My life. God. You don't like Sometimes life? No. It. Mm, I like life. I like cinnamon life, though. I... I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't know the last time I ever had Life cereal. Wow, it's you... not something I seek out on the fucking shelves at my local supermarket. Why don't you get a Life, man? Why don't... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> God damn God. it. Uh, all right. Well, I'll go on with this list here. Uh, number three, Cole, I'm going to agree. Reefs' Puff Slap. That's what I'm talking about. There you go. I can't, I can't get behind peanut butter cereal. I don't know what it is. Wow. I like peanut butter for peanut friends. Butter. I'm sorry, man. Just I give me some puffs. You you can get some behind some Reese's puffs. Yeah, I'm right. All right. I don't. All right. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, okay. Wrong. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Right. Fuck you guys. I'm not wrong. I think you are. Right. Uh, number two. Crunch berries. Oh, get the fuck out! Oh. Your list sucks, Rambler. <laughs> Here, you got a rotten list. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, shit. Neighborino, get off my block. Uh, <laughs> and then his number one, and the best fucking gimme that honey bunches of oats with minimal milk so it stays ultra crunchy. Honey bunches of oats? Have you ever had honey bunches of oats? At least recently? Because I have. I'm going to tell you what. I can't do minimal milk. I need a very... It's like half and half for me. Half milk, half cereal. I like a good soggy cereal. But Honey Bunch of Oats get way soggy. Okay. They, they turn to like just straight wet napkins of, of cereal. Except for the Honey Bunches. Those stay crisp. But the, but the flakes, they might as well just dissolve in your milk man oh i have had honey bunch they have so many flavors so many flavors so many varieties they do and it's employee owned so you gotta have that's, that oh is that a thing <laughs> okay okay but that's number one for you dude ah rambler yeah no. for real like it's all a bunch of sugary cereal and then the number one is like the one that's kind of healthy for you but no, still it's, not. No, it's honey bunches of oats <laughs> and life cereal. What decade are you living in? Is this Saturday morning cartoons in 1990? Like, fuck off, Rambler. Also, honey bunches of oats is the only one that's like catered to adults. The other ones are just straight kids cartoon cereal. Even life? I feel like life. I know it's got a kid on the box, but life is. <laughs> I'm so pissed at life you being on this are list. Hung up on this cereal. I don't like life, man. I, I'm done. Anyway, he goes on to say. Also, I listened to a previous episode where you guys reviewed Face Off. Great movie, by the way. I love JT mentioned something that you should do more Nick Cage movies. Have you guys done Con Air? Because I think it's a stellar Nick Cage flick. We have not oh, done Con Air. Good. That is a good one. Um, I also have never seen Con Air. What? 
Spoilers. Oh my god. Oh my god, I can't believe it doesn't even surprise me when you say that. Um and one last thing you guys watched SummerSlam, holy shit. As we all said no. I we wish didn't we could say we did. So we said no. And we weren't as excited. <laughs> uh and then he writes all my love signed the Rambler. Uh thanks, Rambler. Thanks for dropping a line. Yeah, bless Rambler. Uh, next letter, mail scream. Yeah. I'm not gonna do that times two because I covered my throat. God, that hurt my ears. And this is from Jer Bear. Oh, Jer Bear. Congrats, by the way. Ah, Did you guys see that? What's that? He got engaged. No, I did not see that. Congrats, man. Congrats. Oh my lordy. Never met. <laughs> You'll meet him someday, man. That's right. Someday. Someday. On the uh, B Dubs trip. He writes Good evening, gentlemen. Just had to put his two cents in here. Firstly, the best breakfast sandwich is a toasted English muffin, an egg cooked over medium to over hard, with a sausage patty, a pinch of garlic, salt, and pepper, and a slice of cheddar cheese. That sounds fucking delicious right now. Nah, you had me until you put the cheese on there. Oh fuck you! I, listen, if you would have served it, if you would serve it with me, uh, serve it to me with the cheese, I'd eat it because I'm a gracious guest. You know what I mean? But uh, if I were making it myself, ditch that dairy, get it out of here. Ditch the <laughs> dairy. Don't like eggs and cheese. I don't know. I don't know. It just. I think I've had, like, an omelet or two that is too cheese-heavy, and the eggs were a little just too much, too runny, and it just you couldn't make out what was what, and it didn't taste good together. I, I don't know, man. It just... not the cheese's fault. Don't bring it on the... Don't put it out in the cheese. I'm not... I don't know whose fault it was. I'm just saying whatever alchemy took place there did not work. That's okay? the creator's problem. Maybe so, but guess what? Fucking sucked, so get it out of my mouth. <laughs> chemistry that comes with making breakfast sandwiches <laughs> guess what fucking suck so get it out of my mouth <laughs> uh, and then he goes oh, on <laughs> with our breakfast uh, <laughs> month uh, number five life oh, cereal oh my fuck yeah. fuck you asshole <laughs> <laughs> number four lucky charms Cole's hatred of life cereal or Troy's hatred of cheese on eggs. <laughs> I'm going to make Troy eat cheese on eggs. I will eat them. I will eat it. I just, it's not my favorite. And I'll eat life cereal. Oh, yeah, but you'll bitch the whole time about <laughs> it. Fucking right, I will. <laughs> Stupid shit. What was number four for Jer? Uh, Lucky Charms. Oh, that's my man. Lucky Charms are really good. It's straight sugar, but I love it. Oh, can't be it. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, number three, Rice Krispies. Okay. Throw some honey and sugar on those Rice Krispies. Wow. We got a cereal. Oh, wow. Uh, number two, Fruity Pebbles. God damn, Jeremy, you're speaking my language. Oh, God damn! Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Fruity Pebbles are so good. Let me mimic a little jumbo bucket voice there. <laughs> uh, and number one, which actually surprised me when I read this the first time, Cheerios is his number one. Cheerios. Uh, just what? Is it plain Cheerios, Jeremy? Regular Cheerios. Cheerio, are, are you 91? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I couldn't. I can't do straight Cheerios. I need to have like apple cinnamon Cheerios or something like that. 
or Honey Nut Cheerios. You know how I like my Cheerios? In the trash. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I, I do enjoy a Cheerio. Uh, a bowl of Cheerios with a sliced banana. Okay, you love that fruit. I love that fruit. You give me a sliced banana in my Cheerios, possibly sprinkle a little bit of sugar over top. Whoa, 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 whoa. Which explains why I'm 512 pounds. Don't forget the honey. Well, if you want to put a little drizzle of honey over top, make a little lattice, it's okay. You can. Uh, what if you put some fruit, some sugar, and some honey on some life cereal? Oh, how about that? <laughs> oh, shut up. Get the fuck out of here. Don't even tempt him to the dark side. Um, and he goes on to say, thank you for the continued excellent content. Your loyal listener, Jeremy, what a guy. sent from a parking lot. There okay. you go, Jeremy. I want to say nice. maybe he got a new job recently, too. So congrats on everything going on. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeremy, just congratulations to you. Jeremy, in general. congrats. That's it. Congrats on being you, man. Congrats, period. Uh, and this one, whew, under the wire. Oh, God. Subject I... line, under the wire? <laughs> With an H? <laughs> I put the H in there. Oh, okay. I felt like I needed it. Would. Oh, um, and this, he writes, What's up? Said in the voice of Bruno. Oh, I should have. <laughs> I should have said this before. I don't know what Bruno's voice is. I can only do a Borat. So I'm just going to do a Borat. What's up? <laughs> I'm a name of Borat. Um, you guys have been killing it with these reviews lately. The characters might be questionable, but I'll go along with it. <laughs> the question mark on the end of that sentence made it. Uh, do you think one of the Mirasan brothers would ever donate their long ass legs? Oh, that's a good question. Oh. That is a very good question. Speaking of, yeah, God, the Mirasan brothers. <laughs> Wait, one of them may be dead? I don't remember. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think they're dead. They're just what, missing? Who, 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 it was George and who? John. John. John, the bullet maker. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and he goes, he actually has a serial uh, list here, which I would think would be against his carb... Uh, uh, neutral body. <laughs> but let's see. And he has them in uh, descending order. So I'm going to go Oh, read them five to one. Okay, very good. I didn't proofread this. Oh, here we it was go. two under the wire. Two under the wire. Uh, number five, Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Uh, anything about Fruit Loops? You follow your nose? <sighs> fruit Loops are okay. I like Fruit Loops. I do. Okay. They're not like top. They're not bottom. They're they're good though. That's right. All right. I can get with you there. I always feel like I see Fruit Loops at like hotel, uh, like uh, like those hotel breakfasts. That, like the, they're always like in those like things where you like spin, spin it, and then Fruit Loops come out. Yes. <laughs> You're not just the small little miniature boxes of cereal, like a uh, contraption. Yeah. Like. I like the one that me and Molly stayed at. I had one of those where you like you spin a dial and then like Fruit Loops come out. Oh, red! I haven't. I don't think I've ever seen one of these. Are before. you kidding me? They're no. in every <laughs> continental breakfast. I barely go to yeah. continental breakfast. Okay, 
Well, I'm that's s- your problem. <laughs> <laughs> this shit's I, fucking free. Why are you not dumping on this shit? I barely stay in hotels. I'm I'm the grunt that's like, we don't got to pay for a hotel. We're just driving back. We don't stay in hotels. <laughs> we can't get condominiums and... I don't know what you were trying to say, JT. Condominiums? <laughs> um, don't talk about my mini condoms like that. <laughs> uh, is number four is a uh, surprising one, and ones we haven't heard yet. Kicks. Kicks. Kid tested oh mother Oh, my God. Food. Is that what they created the necklaces <laughs> with in the old commercials? I think so. I think so. I hate this list. <laughs> We're only two in. Uh, number three. Now, this is a cereal we had at our house quite often, but it mostly went into Chex mixes, and it's not Chex, it's Crispix. Can you guys get down with Crispix? <laughs> I think it's got like a corn side and a wheat side. <laughs> I think he went out of his way to throw these two fuck-ups in here. Crispix is another one. You gotta put the sugar and honey on it. Uh, These lists have proved one thing. You need sugar and honey on shitty fucking cereal to make it worthwhile. These lists are slowly killing coal. God damn it. A cereal purist over here. Um, um, number two, alphabets with the marshmallows. Oh my god. What is this fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I am fucking near death over here. <laughs> I guess these fucking cereals exist. Someone's gotta buy them. Yeah, just fucking the gutter slutter. God damn it. <laughs> and number one, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay, redeemed. Yeah, I don't, redeemed for Crispix. <laughs> what in the fuck? Uh, and then he goes on to say, smile, you son of a bitch. Miss you all. Beautiful booty eaten. Oh, my God. Booty eaten. <laughs> All right, Beautiful. sweet. Beautiful. Okay. That's Miss all... you too, man. <laughs> That's all the mail we got for uh, this week. Uh, JT, what's going over on in the world of the Tournament of Random Movies? Well, guys, we had Battle Royale trying to defend its spot to try and uh, live another day against Reservoir Dogs. And with 60% of the vote, that Tarantino classic made it. Reservoir Dogs officially in the Tournament of Movies. Wow, 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 wow. 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 I voted for that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, there you go. Reservoir Dogs joining Good Time in our Tournament of Movies 15 right now. Uh, which brings us to our next first round match, which features a movie from 2008, which is a uh, superhero film and a movie from 2005 that involves under underground cave dwellers uh the dark the dark knight is the the superhero one right yes thank god 
<laughs> That's the one from the last one, right? <laughs> yeah. Is it Underworld? It is not Underworld. 2005. 2000. Oh, shit. Um, hold on. Oh, fuck. It's The Descent? The Descent, yes. Oh, okay. I've never seen The Descent. I saw it in theaters. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I want to say I think I saw it with you in I'd theaters. I say probably with Bucky. <laughs> that was when you were doing your emo stuff. That was when you were emo. You were busy putting guyliner on that night. It's okay. All right. Well, takes up a lot of time. Yeah, it does. Big, I got big, beautiful peepers. Yeah, you got that. <laughs> beautiful peepers. That cold scene for the first time tonight. <laughs> He does. As we stare longingly at each other across this table. Guys, I can... That chemistry is palpable. I can feel it from over here. Can you feel the heat from over there? Can you feel yeah, it? Yeah, it's hot. Oh, man. It's like making your fever <laughs> spike. You really... Yeah. I gotta stay up from work again tomorrow, guys. <laughs> no, you don't. You need to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, sweet deal. So that is gonna be a fun tourney. So the Dark Knight Descent, what are you guys what what are you guys thinking to win for this round? Uh, uh, I love love the Dark Knight. But I've seen it a lot. Mm-hmm. Personally I kinda wanna see the descent again. I think I'm in the same boat. Same boat, man. I love Dark Knight, but it's just that it's so popular. So yeah. Over- it's just so it's just so <laughs> popular. <laughs> You can overturn a rock and see the Dark Knights playing in there. So, you could. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go to Descent 2, I think. I'm going to do that. It's yeah. decent. Descent. It's decent. <laughs> All of our jokes are horrible tonight. <laughs> Just the shit. Uh, shits, I should say. Just the shit. But, I mean, we did meet Jumbo Buckets. <laughs> Jumbo buckets. <laughs> Jumbo buckets did not help things at all. What was the Jumbo, shirt he wanted? Jumbo buckets. 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 Jumbo buckets. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I think that's gonna put us right at the top of the hour, don't you think? I don't feel like we're even close tonight. Hold Are we on. short? Hold on, I'm getting there. Hold on. <laughs> Where the fuck did it go? God damn it! Hold on. Hold the phone. Oh, are you are you just forty six forty? I'm I'm fine with it. You know what? We're doing some remote stuff. It's uh, we we can always just cut it short because I feel like I got quite a bit to say about one flu actually. Oh, do you? Oh, are you? Um, I feel like a a deep conversation could be had, and it's the best time for like a shoddy internet connection for that to happen. (laughs) Yeah, definitely, (laughs) definitely the best opportunity for a deep connective. But uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Came out November nineteenth, nineteen seventy-five. Had a budget of four point four million dollars domestically. Made $108.9 million and worldwide $163.2 million. Rotten Tomatoes is at 94%. IMDb 8.7 out of 10. Metacritic 84. Letterbox 4.3 out of 5 stars. And Poffy's the Cucumbers 
Movie Mania. God damn it. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> Gives it 10 out of 10 cubes. So there you go. Perfect score from Poffy the Cucumber. Poffy. <laughs> the Cucumber doesn't even bother me, but Poffy. Poffy. Uh, high scores for this movie all around. It's a classic. It's a classic. There's... I think nothing below eighty four percent in this, so it's 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 good. Now this would be the only second time I've seen this all the way through, but like through pop culture, I know quite a bit about the movie because it's referenced in like The Simpsons or whatever else, you know. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, Cole, if you could, why don't you give us a little rundown of what's going on in One Flew? Okay, so this is going to be a, a Cole synopsis. Um, <laughs> one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Going to do my best to sum it up here about 15 sentences. Um, we've got uh, basically an insane asylum, a uh, 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 mental hospital, if you will. And uh, this gentleman, Jack Nicholson, goes by the name of McMurphy in the movie. McMurphy is assigned to this mental hospital. And immediately you question. Should he be here? What's he here for? Uh, you find out what he's here for, which is fucking fucked up. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get to that. Uh, but he basically is not like the others and immediately starts to like, hey, why aren't we doing this? And let's have fun. And why can't we do this? And... Uh, has a pretty big antagonist in Nurse Ratchet and the Aunt Agnes of the movie. And uh, <laughs> the movie bases around uh, the conflict between McMurphy and uh, Nurse Ratchet. And you kind of see and what happens when you go against the authority in this mental hospital. Yeah. Very good. That wasn't bad. You did a great job. My God, you didn't li you didn't linger on the first five linger. minutes. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to drink more. Um, <laughs> which is surprising because guys, literally. So we're recording this right now. It's ten fifteen, right? I watched this starting at ten forty five last night and finished at one fifteen in the morning. What? <laughs> Still went to school. Went to school and then worked at the brewery and came here. <laughs> I suck. You you <laughs> look like you're beat. I'm not going to lie. I'm dead to the world right now. <laughs> but I'm so here to talk about this movie. Uh, JT, you got any notes to throw in here before we start jumping in? Uh, you guys can just uh, start. I'm just... I. Oh, it's, it's Cole's pick. I was wondering, like, why... Cole, what did you... What drew you to want to flow over the cuckoo's nest? So... I remember watching this movie. That was a fucking terrible pour, and I spilled. I'm so sorry. Uh, oh my god, that was fucking awful. Here, thank take, you. Take these napkins. Thank you. Okay. Hold, hold the phone. I spilled. I'm pouring this fucking delicious ass Castle Danger brewery shit that Bucky brought last week, and he's not even getting to drink anymore because he's sick. <laughs> And I'm uh, just fucking pouring <laughs> shit. <laughs> um. Anyways, so 
I was given by an anonymous person a list of movies because I was like, I don't know what the fuck to pick. So this person gave me like 15 movies and I was like, oh, oh God, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I watched this movie in my film class at Highland and I freaking loved it. I loved like every movie I watched in this film class at Highland. If I could go back in my life and pinpoint one thing in my life that made me appreciate like good film it was that film class that i took in college it was it met yeah, one go ahead okay. now, so that class ruled because i was in it too it was great we met hey, once a week met- on thursday nights and it was a 6 p.m to 10 p.m class because some of the movies were like two and a half hours long and we watch a movie and then the next week we'd start class by taking a quiz on the movie that we watched the previous week, and then watch the new movie. And that was the class. But it made me appreciate all these classic movies that I probably would have never gone back and watched. Yeah. That's why I watched Do Not Forsake Me, Oh My Darling, (laughs) with High Noon. Like, and this movie was part of that. And I have not watched it since then. And when I saw this on this list, I was like, oh my God, I want to see that so bad. And it does have a classic antagonist in it mm-hmm. of Nurse oh, Ratchet. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. she is a bitch. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I just remember really enjoying it. Really enjoy- Go ahead, Bucky. Uh, yeah, when I was looking through to try and find uh, movies with prominent villains, Nurse Ratchet came up, like, near the top of, like, every list that I saw. Which, uh, I don't know, it kind of... I don't it. I can see why, but in the same sense, like, you watch the movie, she doesn't really do anything violent. And, like, to everyone's regard, she's kind of doing her job. But I I can definitely see why she's a terrible person in the same sense, too. But I, I just thought it was, like, fascinating. Like, out of all of the terrible people that have been in so many different movies, like, a nurse in an insane asylum is one of the worst villains ever. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. And we'll get into that as we discuss. But that's basically... I mean, that's my reason for this in a nutshell. It's a movie that I remember watching literally probably 15 years ago for the first time. I have not gone back and watched it since, and I kind of wanted to see if it held up. Yeah. Well, this movie, I mean, it's approaching being nearly 50 years old. So it came out in 75. Um, And, like, the 70s were, like, a great decade for film anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, Like, a big... Uh, renaissance of filmmakers came out and made some amazing stuff that I a lot of it still does hold up to this day and if it it doesn't really hold up to like the ideals of today it was like a snapshot of that period of time which I think that this movie is on is the latter it's a definitely a snapshot like so you you meet Jack Nicholson's character early in this and he's going to this uh correctional facility uh, the this mental hospital and um he doesn't seem to be um off in any way and i and, and may, no spoilers in this because it's uh, nearly 50 years old but like i really don't think mentally anything is actually really wrong with him like com- like for him to be in a mental facility i don't know if this is the correct place for him like, because they even make reference to uh, it in the movie. It's like they think he's faking some of this stuff. Yeah. 
Um, I think he's just kind of a dick. Right. <laughs> and and yeah. and kind of like a like a, a renegade, you know, like I'm gonna do my own thing, fuck the system, like I'm gonna do whatever. Like the other people in there that are in their previous, like, have some issues they need to get through. If not, they're a little bit um impeded mm-hmm. mentally. You know what I mean? And so it it was odd to see like him in the mix of this and like where does he actually fit? But when he's introduced, I totally forgot this from the other time I've seen it. Like it, it tells him the assaults that he's been in, which I'm like, yeah, he seems like he gets into fights, but then it also tells a story about a statutory rape, which I'm just like, I completely forgot about this aspect of the movie and his explanation to like make it seem okay was not, not okay. cool. Not okay. <laughs> JT, you, I'm assuming uh, feel the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Going into this, it felt like they were trying to frame insane asylums as like places they send people that they just don't understand. Like, uh, I don't know. We're watching, like I said last week, we're watching American Horror Story Asylum and like. I forgot, like back like in the '60s and stuff, they were they were like sending homosexuals to insane asylums. They were sending, uh, I don't know, like uh, if a at, at a certain time, like if women spoke out too much, they were sent to insane asylums. Like it feels like, like I think this is like the tail end of when insane asylums were used, like for mental, like that uh, borderline between like treating mental health and then just being like, well, I don't know what to do with this person. Just send them to the loony bin kind of thing. Yeah, and that's exactly. Bigman Murphy is one of those people. Yeah, that's exactly huh? what I got from this as well. It's like, yeah, what he's talking about, what he did and to get out of like the work at the prison he was at. Like, yeah. They just sent him here because they didn't want to deal with him. Yeah. He's just a, a nuisance. Exactly. <laughs> and so they're trying to figure out anywhere to put him that they don't have to do anything. So, But, man, I instantly hated him. So did I. The statutory rape. Like, and his explanation is, oh, my God, it's just sick. So if you don't remember or haven't heard it in a while or have never seen the movie, it brings up a uh, – he br- they the the I guess the director of the place is trying to, like, interview him kind of – figure him out while he's interviewing him here and he's like so you have a few assaults on there uh what do you got to say about that he's like yeah i fought a few guys but so did this boxer and he makes millions of dollars so what's wrong with that he's like okay fair enough he's like and you also have a uh statutory rape charge on there and he's like oh yeah listen bud he was or she was 15 going on 30 yeah. i'm gonna hold on i'm gonna do this in a jack nicholson voice i'm gonna do it here okay here we go Listen, he, she was 15 going on 30, okay? And uh, if you saw that big red beaver in your face, would you have done anything else differently as a man? I pretty much had my jeans sewed shut. I couldn't do anything about it. That's like his explanation. Holy shit, Jack Nicholson here in studio. (laughs) It goes on to say, she told me she was 18. But like, that still doesn't make any of this like okay at all uh and it's horrible so like from i remember big other chunks of this movie but have forgotten this small detail and i was like 
am I going to enjoy the rest of this movie or not knowing this aspect? I, if this little detail was left out, I would feel completely different about his yeah, character. Yeah, just say that he, like, didn't want to do the fucking work at the prison or something. <laughs> like, I instantly hate him now. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Oh. Um, I, I, I don't know, like, I... It feels like they were trying to make you very conflicted on both sides, like on, on Nurse Ratchet and on him. And I feel like the per- the people you're supposed to sympathize with the most are the residents Chief. in the in the asylum <laughs> because it, even like I was never really a fan of McMurphy going through all of this. Even when he was like trying to do stuff that like quote unquote they wanted, it was him coaxing them. Like constantly, just be like, no, you want to raise your hand? You just just start raising your hand, like right now. Like he never really leaves it up to them. He still kind of meddles and and pushes them to do what he wants to do. I never really think McMurphy really cares about them until the very end. I think he's still just trying to do what he wants to do. I I I do agree with that though. Like while he while he's in there. Like all of his requests are really not that, not that big a deal to me. Like, can we just watch a baseball game? It's like it's the World Series. I think everybody would kind of enjoy like watching some a baseball game, for instance. And I'm like, yeah. Like to me, I'm just like, yeah. What's the big deal? And Nurse Ratchet shoots it down, saying like, uh, no, because it'll screw up everybody's routine, which is probably right. Like, you know, you're doing it right now. You're going back and forth. Both are right. Yeah, I know. But at at the like, but who is it hurting if they put it like on one of the screens? I I don't I don't know. Like who whose routine is it shaken up? That one bearded man's who's the only one watching TV? The dancing man. Who's my favorite (laughs) man, by the way. I love the dancing man. Um. Oh yeah, that dude loves dancing by himself. Oh yeah, he looks like uh, <laughs> he reminds me of a certain Roger from a certain supermarket that. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he look like that person? Uh, he does. He totally oh. does. Now I can never see that man the same unless he's just skipping around the room, prancing around the room. Um. So my the biggest con- the conflict I have here is, I mean the two characters are supposed to feel conflict about because like McMurphy, sh- total shithead, right? I hate him, but what he does bring to the asylum is like a little bit of levity, like it a break from I guess the system and like everybody seems to break out of their shell a little bit more and feel more like a real person when he's around. Like he breaks through to chief for Christ's sake. Like, um, he break. who's the young kid with the stutter, Billy, Billy, like turns him all around. Like, uh, uh, everybody like on the fishing trip, they come back, even though they're like being escorted by the coast guard, They've got smiles from ear to ear because they they they're actually enjoying life and not just being drugged out of their gourd. But at the same time, like Nurse Ratchet is like she probably has to be a ball buster because these guys could get out of control 
and hurt themselves or hurt other people. And so, like, her guidelines probably need to stay in place. But she does go too far, I think, to repress these people to not be individuals. And you see that near the end of the movie. And, and you even get hints of that, like, when they're in their circles. Like, when they're in their little, like, chat circles... That would not fly today. Hey, let's talk about, like, all your marital issues and all that in front of, like, an open forum. Yeah. Like, no fucking way would that fly. But, like... There's a definite odd complex to Nurse Ratchet. Like, those those therapy circles, like, she is definitely... I feel like she takes pride in the fact that she knows the buttons she can push on certain people to get them to act certain ways and like there's like that first one where like she gets uh that one guy to talk about his wife and then just turns into utter chaos like they just zoom in on her face and she kind of looks like she's enjoying it yeah so the one thing i thought about during those circle meetings was before mcmurphy was there think about what she was doing yeah you know like there could have been some serious like abuse stuff going on with how she's talking to them and how she's you know getting them to talk before mcmurphy was there because once mcmurphy's there mcmurphy's like this isn't fucking right (laughs) this is fucked up yeah (laughs) me the statutory rapist (laughs) this is fucked up this is the shit um but yeah it's uh (laughs) i just looked up the name cheswick Cheswick is fucking great. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh my it's god. My in the whole thing. Yes, he's so I fucking love him. good. In the beginning when he's playing cards, he's like, you don't want to play? You don't want to play cards? <laughs> Can I have my cigarettes? <laughs> Nurse Ratchet, may I have my cigarettes? Oh, it's good stuff, man. Good stuff. Oh, the, the, each character. I didn't realize this. Christopher Lloyd's in this. I totally forgot that too. Danny DeVito's in this. Yeah, I love. I love so Danny DeVito. In this too. That from uh, it's always sunny when he gets sent to an insane asylum, and they do the whole thing where Chief throws the fucking water fountain through the window. <laughs> That's amazing. Actually, that episode got brought up when me and Chelsea were watching this, and she's like, "Wait a minute." Didn't Danny DeVito do this in It's an Always Sunny episode? And I'm like, yeah, that's where it comes up with donkey brains or something like that. Because he needs to stay he needs to be health he needs to be as healthy as possible, and then he just drugs himself out of his gourd to where he's sent to an to an asylum. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I, I I guess the talking point I was going to bring up, I think, is just shared all between us. uh, That, like, we all feel like McMurphy is a big piece of shit, but still, like, brings, like, a livelihood to all the guys in the place. And maybe Nurse Ratchet isn't as big of an antagonist as, like, she is maybe in pop culture. Because, like, I, so I always also was trying to, like, think of, like, Nurse Ratchet like, not being there while some of these things are happening and walking into, like, just pure chaos. Right. And it's like, what is going on here? And, like, I'm trying to put myself in her frame of mind of, like, 
trying to have some sort of control over the situation, which she should because she's, like, running the floor, right? Like She has a job. <laughs> yeah, right. So, like, I I was trying to, like, feel it out, like, who who's all in the right here? And I, it, I feel like it's somewhere in the middle. Like, you're not going to get because otherwise it'd be no movie everybody would just like agree and like it would be no fun but like uh the one the a few big parts that i totally forgot was um how much i love chief in this movie oh yeah chief is great my god and when he first spoke i was like (gasps) like i i like actually like lost my breath i'm like oh, he spoke <laughs> just because of juicy fruit the fact that it's about juicy fruit <laughs> makes it even better uh um, I, so i'm gonna... so good that he that he found he had to out himself there like, oh yeah fucking juicy fruit good shit um so i'm gonna throw this out there i did not care for the scene when they're on the water Oh, the boat, the whole boat thing. Yeah, I get it. I understand the point of it to show that you know McMurphy got them out. They're out. They're crazy. They're doing their own thing. Yeah, they're free. They're having fun. I lost a lot of interest in the movie during that time. Did you? I really did. I. What'd you guys think? I, I never felt like it. It took me out of the movie at all. I I kind of actually enjoyed it, like having it be like the one time like they are actually free. To see them like totally unhindered, um, I I actually quite enjoyed. I had a lot of fun actually because everyone was kind of all doing their own thing and they're all excited about like trying to peep on McMurphy, trying to screw this woman. Did you had a lot of fun? <laughs> I had a lot of fun <laughs> watching this scene. <laughs> How about you, Bucky? So much fun. <laughs> uh. Uh, JT, what do you think about the the whole going fishing scene? I I liked it, but like um, I don't know. I think I would have liked it more if it was uh, uh, like the whole duality of it, where it's like, yeah, you are letting them be individuals and you are letting them have fun, but in the same sense, that's a dangerous fucking thing to do <laughs> to bring a bunch of uh people that have not really been in uh in uh, modern society out in open water like someone could get like seriously hurt and then the fact they even stole a boat too (laughs) like (laughs) what i love about this movie is that everything is framed as like oh my god he's helping these people but he's like committing crimes and doing things that are that's (laughs) not the most responsible thing but yeah but yeah it's like everyone always frames mcmurphy as like this great hero and then uh ratchet is just like this all-imposing villain so one thing I, first off, I loved when he's introducing them all as doctors. Yeah, that fucking killed me. <laughs> I will say that. <laughs> one thing he introduces them all as doctors, except the one guy that's like obsessed with his wife because he's always a dick to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was wondering. We never get an idea of how long each individual has been in the insane asylum. Yeah, that's true. It makes me wonder, you know, like, are these, like, lifelong members? Did they just get in? They mentioned at one point about how, like, only a few of them are actually committed. Yeah, they all were in their 
due to like yeah most voluntary yeah vol yeah yeah but it, I, just the thought crossed my mind at one point of like are they in there for life <clears throat> are they were they in there for a while not long I don't know just a thought I had while I was watching okay yeah I I don't know um I think that's kind of the point of it though is that like it's you get to this point where like uh, the voluntary people they probably like they feel like they felt like they needed help and they went there but like maybe after a while they just got caught up in the system with it's like with them constantly being drugged and then uh just getting used to the routine of it all like that's what keeps them there true to where like maybe like McMurphy coming in bringing out this individuality is what kind of breaks down the system to where they almost start realizing they don't need this place anymore true mhm uh what did you guys think about nurse ratchet's uh helper that always looks fucking terrified <laughs> um i didn't she didn't have much impact for me on the movie but i did like the three um orderlies orderly or, yeah. like black dude orderlies they fucking uh, killed oh yeah dude. <laughs> Batman Carruthers when they try to have that party is my favorite <laughs> It was good. He, is so, he is so bad at his job. Oh my god. The, the absolute worst. Like, literally, McCready has been there for maybe a week, and he's like, hey, I'm gonna sneak these chicks in and give you some booze. How about that? I don't know. You gotta sweeten the deal, man. How about some women, too? Oh, yeah! <laughs> Bring them all in! I'm gonna risk my entire job on some booze and pussy! <laughs> Some bright red beaver. <laughs> God. Oh my God. And even that one nurse that like runs it, like, how bad are these people at their job? That nurse comes in, and then like, uh, here's all that rustling around in the back room, and then this woman comes out, and she's just like, make sure she leaves. Or it's like, don't you want to investigate and see like what the fuck's going on in there? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I might be the same type of way. Like, you just see, like, kind of a half-naked woman come out and be like, ugh. Oh, yeah. All right. Just clean it up and get the fuck out of here. Absolutely. <laughs> clean it up. Yeah, clean it. Clean up your act and get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that, that, that whole party was, like, intense and got way out of hand. Oh, my God. <laughs> Billy's screwing the chick in the room. Yeah. Um, it wasn't until the end. He was about to leave before that happened. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, even, like, all of this, like, I feel it's not up until when he has that heart-to-heart with Billy where he, like, gets him laid is where I don't think McMur- McMurphy really even cares about people. Because even then, like, that party was just made strictly just as a diversion so that he can escape. And then before he leaves, he sees Billy just kind of by himself, and he's like, oh, well, I'm going to take you under my wing. I'm going to kind of kind of make you come out of your shell a little bit. And then and then uh, the next day when that shit goes down, he almost kind of feels responsible for it. But, yeah, I don't. up to this point, I, I still think McMurphy's kind of just doing what he wants to do, not really caring about anyone else. Do you so you don't think he cares about anybody else? Because I, I feel like he not not until the the thing with Billy. I don't think he really cares. All right. I think he's 
he's still trying to do his own thing, and he's using them as a means of getting it. Like, even the World Series, like, no one else is really saying they want to see the World Series. McMurphy's the one that's putting the words in their mouth, and then, and then like, getting them to raise their, raise their hand. No one else is really speaking up. Like, he's kind of using... He's using the, the patience as a means of getting what he wants. No, yeah, I... I don't no, dis- yeah, I, I I don't disagree with that, but I'm just saying like uh, I feel like by midpoint I, I maybe by the boat scene I feel like he does care a little bit about oh. these guys, and then there's like that scene where um, things get out of hand, and him, Chief, and uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Cheswick. Cheswick. They're they're sent upstairs. Um, yeah, I think that actually shakes like uh mcmurphy's kind of sense of like what's actually going on in there and i think he actually gets i don't know a little bit closer to the guys i don't know that's just my opinion I, but i'll change my mind i do think he he does get close to chief yes. but everyone else no like yeah well, the whole thing with the uh um the electroshock therapy i'm sure that yeah that kind of shakes him but i like i don't know i think it it does a really good job of showing how broken the system is where it's like they dress up these treatments as punishments. Like, yeah, this is to treat you because you're getting out of hand, but it's like, no, it's more of a threat of doing it is what's trying to keep, you're trying to keep people in check. Because even before they even start to do the treatment, they're all like, no, 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 and they're trying to fight it and get away. That's not a treatment, that's a punishment. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I totally forgot about the electroshock stuff in this too. I completely forgot about it. So when Cheswick comes out and he's like all just like laid out on the gurney or whatever, and your uh, McMurphy goes in there. Granted, this is um, just after freaking Chief speaks for the first time, and he's like, rude. and he's jacked, right? Because he's McMurphy just got Chief to talk, and he find out like he's been faking it the whole time, like that he's dumb and deaf and all that. Um, and then he goes in to this room and they're like strapping them down and I'm like oh shit I know what's coming like <laughs> putting that mouth guard in him and shit and like he, I thought his acting was awesome when he got the shock to the oh, head dude, yeah. the way they portray that I, I almost felt it I, I almost felt like I was in pain watching him go through that <laughs> it was so good with everybody holding him down and biting yeah. on the bit and everything yeah yeah it was it was really fucking good um yeah that that scene was like I probably by far one of my favorites in the entire movie. Yeah. Um, just that whole, the whole, you, you get on such a high from like chief coming out as like, yeah, I know what's going on this whole time to like that extreme, like, Oh, I'm getting shocked. Yeah. <laughs> like that's pretty powerful shit. Another awesome yeah. scene is the basketball scene where like chief is just strutting around the court my God, I love that scene so much. You, so, the review of you pod even put that on the Twitter. <laughs> Str- strutting into tomorrow. Chief podcast. Swagger is. Oh my it's Lord. It is. He is dripping yeah. with charisma. So good. I there is also like a short little yeah. two second clip where he's like got like a little bit of a prancy run, and I tried to find that. <laughs> gif i could not find it but i found that amazing basketball strut which did the internet justice 
Um, so the one I, I also forgot like a big part of the ending to this movie as well. So like they throw this big party, um, they have Billy, uh, have sexual Congress with this one, one woman who I guess is just down to do whatever. Um, which, but what actually is in my eyes, like super healthy for this guy. Right. Cause like you find out like earlier from a, like a round table meeting, like he is like sexually repressed, like in yeah. the worst possible way and getting it like beaten down on him from nurse ratchet. Like, like all your feelings are horrible, evil shit. And he tried to kill himself after, like he tried to propose to this woman or whatever. And regardless, you don't really know what the situation actually kind of was, but like she makes him feel like a piece of garbage. Oh yeah. And that. Well, and like Billy's story is so interesting. Cause even nurse ratchet even brings up that like, she personally knows Billy's mother. So I wonder if there's like some kind of weird tag team of like, him growing up, his mom was always very, like, you have to keep these feelings to yourself and trying to repress them. And then, like, him being confused on, like, the idea of, like, sex and love and all this stuff to where, like, like it almost kind of, like, what if, like, just, what if, like, his mom made him go crazy? Like, he's yeah. so yeah in, like, he's so in himself that he can't express himself. And it just causes him to be like this. Right. Because they, yeah, they bring up like how Nurse Ratchet knows his mom and how he's going to tell his mom and how she's going to be so disappointed. And like, I don't know, you can, you can almost kind of see how that story developed as, as she keeps telling, talking about like this, like this relationship Nurse Ratchet has with his mom. Yeah. And even after like the, um, uh, sexual experience he has like he comes out like like a boat of confidence like I his stutter is even slightly withheld like he's good and then Nurse Ratchet comes in and just like just oppresses him again and his stutter comes back like tenfold and is just like cowering in front of and this is where I think like the Nurse Ratchet turn really is like from full on like yeah i'm running the show to like no i'm running with an iron fist type shit like you're under my control type stuff like it was pure fucking evil like shit like he was he was a completely new person like energized for life like this is a healthy thing that happened to him and maybe i'm just looking at it from like a uh, like a perspective of today I don't know what I can't put myself back then and like feel how it was supposed to be back then, but like it was a healthy thing that happened to this guy, yeah. right? And for him to be completely regressed back to where he was, you know, days ago, even more so, is horrible. Yeah. A horrible thing. I don't yeah. know if it was under the best circumstances this happened. I have no idea. But at the same time, like it was a, I feel like a healthy, like. Just look at Tinder. Like, Tinder is... It's, this is what... a Tinder comparison right now? It is. Like, you just have a Tinder profile. You meet up with a person. It's just some rando. It's a, it's, a, it's a healthy sexual thing that's out in today's world. 
that people need, right? We're all animals. We need, we have needs. Even jumbo buckets. <laughs> Even buckets. <laughs> you say so. That's big love, baby. Big love buckets. <laughs> that was his name in high school. BLB. Big love buckets. <laughs> but, uh, and the one thing I forgot is because he feels so bad about the shit he goes and just commits suicide and like yeah. i completely forgot about that okay so can i chime in yeah go ahead as i grab another beer um i'm gonna grab a beer in a second so <laughs> i have a gripe about the movie here that i never picked up on before i watched it this morning um <laughs> <laughs> so i feel like there are themes and there are um, stories throughout the movie, but it's a. Don't grill me on this. Not uplifting, but it's like almost like a jovial type of a mood throughout Ooh. the movie. Okay. Okay. Not jovial is not the right word, but it's not like so sad and oppressive and all this, right? right. There's a mood. Oh, yeah. Whatever that yeah. mood is, there's a mood there's, there's... throughout the movie. Then you get to the last. <laughs> 12 minutes <laughs> and it turns fucking sour yeah yeah, yeah. and it's almost yeah. it's almost like in your like I don't, it, it hit me in a way that i was like holy fuck where did this movie go okay this was actually a thing i was gonna ask you guys too because okay. like the ending to me also kind of threw threw me off um not so much with like I felt like the, 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 this is going to be an odd thing to say. I think it, what didn't ruin me was the suicide. Like, I felt like that was like a, a big thing that kind of needed to happen in the movie. It's all the things like that happened after that. Like, I, I don't mind McCready like kind of retaliating to nurse ratchet because she was the kind of the one responsible and he'd be one to kind of do that, to lash out. McMurphy. What'd I say? McCready. Uh, yeah, McMurphy. McMurphy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just making sure. Um, but what happened after that, even, when they took him and all the ramifications, like the last maybe, like, five minutes of the movie yes, is where I'm just like, oh, my God. And I completely forgot about that, too. Like, I, for whatever reason, in my head, both um, McMurphy and Chief leave for whatever reason that's the story i wrote in my head from when i saw this yeah. 20 years ago and it's not the case like i completely forgot about the actual ending to this movie where they pretty much lobotomize him um for retaliating against the nurse and <laughs> freaking chief just like smothers him out with a pillow because he doesn't deserve to be a vegetable for the rest of his life and escapes yeah. to canada and I'm, like, sitting there completely dumbfounded that I forgot this huge detail of the ending of the movie. And, like, my jaw was on the floor. And I'm, like, surprised I forgot about this. Also surprised that, like, it does take a bit of a really dark turn at the end of this movie. JT, your thoughts? Oh, I think... The turn to like the darkness at the very end is, I think it's supposed to be like, 
seen from McMurphy's point of view. Like I think I don't think he takes a lot of the stuff that goes here seriously until it's too late, and then he's and then he becomes lobotomized kind of thing. Like even like uh, there's even like a cool line by Chief where it's like like hey you messing with forces that you really can't control because you're speaking out against you're speaking out against people that have kept had things a certain way and then pretty soon they're just going to silence your voice it's yeah. kind of said in that way i don't i don't know the exact line yeah but it's like right before when they start the party it's like it's like chief's warning where it's like hey I, you're you're messing with forces that i don't think you have full control over yeah that, i don't know Chief is like a really cool character because he even has like a line he talks about like his dad like was like a kind of a guy that spoke out a lot and then he doesn't even say that they really like they they de- he doesn't say like they did what he they did to McMurphy here but it's like he talks about like how they beat him down and i think that's kind of like the point in this where like this place has its own regiment and then if anything goes beyond it like it feels threatened and then it tries to maintain the status quo like even like down to McMurphy just trying to put a baseball game on the background like it's it's that comfortability that they get in here where they're afraid of what would happen if they journey outside of it to where it's like they're so desperate to keep it that they're almost themselves becoming these terrible people that are like silencing all these voices hmm Interesting. Even as little as like the medication reminders, like yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like I, I, I don't like mind like a downer ending here or there, but like this one, like <laughs> it shook me more or less that I just ne- I didn't remember like this was the ending, and I saw it fully before. But granted, it was like twenty years ago the last time I saw this movie, so I don't know, man. I I felt I I felt bad for Chief because like you see him like have a total change in this whole movie and like has like this like this grand outlook for what his life could be like yeah I'm totally behind you now like um McMurphy I keep wanting to call him a greedy McMurphy like yeah Let's do this. Let's freaking go to Canada. Let's. I'm 100% behind you. The one person that is shaking up everything in here and fucking up the whole system. For whatever reason, I'm coming out to you as like, yeah, I'm not mute and deaf and all this. I'm all in on going to Canada. And like the whole ending to this where it shut down and he just has to smother out his like confidant in the whole thing is like heavy shit. Yeah. It caught me off guard. Yeah, it did. It was one in the morning, but it caught me off guard. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'm like completely behind the ending or not. Like, um, I don't know. I I think for what they're trying to say, I like it. Where, uh, you're okay with the McCready B. Now you've got me doing it. God damn it, McMurphy. Uh, <laughs> McMurphy. Uh, he is like that most outspoken voice, and uh, they can silence it, but they can't keep the. They can't keep what he's 
uh, created at bay, though. Like he's he's definitely made an impact. Just even just just through Chief, to her at the end that he decides that he wants to get out and he throws the sink through the window because that was even that was even McMurphy's idea. That was like a whole bet that he was trying. So it was like it was almost kind of his homage to McMurphy to actually throw the sink through the window to escape. And uh, yeah, I think it's I like the ending because it's he is the most outspoken, but he is also the the instrument of change that might actually make people realize that how prisoner they really are. Yeah. And can you imagine how much of a beast Chief has to be to rip that thing that looks oh like it's God. maybe granite and he ripped the plumbing fixtures off? Such a beast. <laughs> the fucking floor? <laughs> Holy hey, shit. How, well, how stupid did McMurphy have to be to think that he could fucking do that? <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get a fucking straight-on hernia. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, I mean, did you see the size of Chief's hands? Like, they're fucking paws. His face. He just got the biggest facial features. Like, my God, that man's huge. Oh, my lordy. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't have any more notes about it. Uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Net. Coco's Cocoa Puffs Nest. But uh I I'm gonna tell you right now, like I, I did thoroughly enjoy this rewatch though. I remembered um far less than what I thought I did. And I was yeah. so I was surprised to this watch. Good, good. I'm glad I rewatched it too. Um there are several parts of the movie I forgot about. There were several parts of the movie that I Watched with a different eye at mm-hmm. my age now than I did 15 years ago. Yeah. So I'm glad I chose it as well. Um, JT, what about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I went back and watched it too. Uh, I I was almost a... I know you guys were very uh, taken back by how much of a real piece of shit McMurphy is in the beginning. But I don't know. I almost kind of like that, like... They introduce him as someone that you should have absolutely no sympathy for at all. And then by the end, like, people are talking about how Nurse Ratchet is, like, a huge piece of shit and how McMurphy's glorified. And they, and it's like, oh, he also did uh, have a sex with a 14-year-old. <laughs> but, but, Whoops. I don't know. <laughs> that was a 15-year-old. <laughs> Um, yeah. But if that big red I mean, beaver's in your face, what are you going to do? Point of, that's the point of this whole thing is that I don't think I don't think they're trying to portray any side as better than the other. Like Nurse Ratchet for as vindictive as she could she can be is still trying to do her job and McMurphy is even though he is he is kind of giving these people the individuality they they need in the end, at the end of the day he's still kind of an asshole and a piece of shit. But it, they don't, they don't lay it out as like one person's better than the other. Like everyone is just, they're within their own environment and they're kind of fighting each other based on what they think is right. Yeah. So uh, like, we've all seen this before, right? Before, right. So what? What did you uh, see? It's hard to remember watching it when we first watched it but like when i would have first watched this i would have felt like uh mcmurphy is like the hero of the movie 
And like, I think yeah. that's what, it, that's pretty much the sensibilities of like when this movie came out up until maybe five years ago, maybe, maybe a little bit more, 10 years ago or so where people would actually look at this in a, in a different light and look at him in a different light. Is that something that you guys agree with? I definitely don't think that he is the hero of the movie. Okay. If that's what you're asking. Uh, not necessarily he- like a hero, but like somebody in a better cast in a better light. Because like right off the bat in today's sensibilities, when they said like, yeah, he's got some assault charges. Like, yeah, okay. He's also got a statutory rape charge. And it's like, oh fuck. Like, it probably didn't fly back then. <laughs> yeah. But like it could probably be overlooked easier because he's done he was doing such good things for the guys. But like in this day and age, like it's not flying at all throughout yeah. the whole movie 100%. And 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 I think that's that's more or less what I'm asking like cuz I I didn't remember it at all and like from what I remembered in my like two decades of not seeing this movie is like, yeah, he's kind of like the, the good guy in this movie. Like he's trying to like make everyone feel good in his own way. But like, that's, that's more or less what I was getting at. Okay. I kind of follow. I, he's a, I'm drunk. He's a, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. Like he really is though. Right. Yeah. Like he's a piece of shit. At the start, when you find out why he's been sent to prison, yeah, he's in prison for a fucking reason. Yeah, like let's not forget that he was in prison for a reason, and then he did not want to do the work in prison. So he's like he's a double piece of shit. It's wild that prison didn't want him. It is wild. <laughs> you know, yes. like what the fuck is that? It is pretty wild. <laughs> but like, he's a piece of shit. If he's caused that much a ruckus at like the work farm, when they it would just be like, ah, he's more trouble than good. Let's just put him somewhere we can put him away, kind of thing. Yeah, I just I think that he he's he's not a great person. I'm not saying that Nurse Ratchet is a great person. I think they're both kind of in that field of uh lots of positives and negatives about each of them like who who's really the protagonist who's really the antagonist yeah of the movie yeah obviously mcmurphy is presented as the the good guy the protagonist yeah but is he i would say he's a protagonist but he's not a good guy right yeah yes i would agree with that yeah yeah, it's interesting. Um, I I do have like a little bit of a crackpot theory on this one. I, if you guys want to hear, <laughs> oh my yeah, god, let's... I've been waiting for one of these. Please lay it on us. What about Forty Two and Jackie watching... Robinson are going to tell us now? <laughs> As I was watching this, I was getting like real big like uh, political vibes off of it. Like it's, oh, of course, you I feel, like, not how it feels like today. Like it's a lot of like. The arguments in this are like logic versus individualism, and I feel like we get that a lot today. Like, one side is is uh, saying that these are the facts, this is how it's laid out, this is how it's been done, it works, and another person's being like, "Yeah, but don't you want to do this instead?" Kind of thing. Like that's what I kind of gathered. 
from it. Like, I think, like, it's got kind of a underlying, like, this is how politics works nowadays kind of feel to it, where, like, the real victims in the end are just the people that are stuck in the middle. Like, none, no, no other side is willing to talk to each other or try and uh, be like, okay, that's, a, that's something that's actually working. How about we add that to what we're doing? It's just more like, no, that's... I don't like that. Let's. I'm. I'm. We're not going that route. So like even it, at the end, where like, it would feel like Nurse Ratchet would kind of be taken back by the breakthrough that Billy isn't stuttering anymore. But the fact that it is surrounded in something that she thinks is deplorable, and also maybe by someone that she doesn't really respect, she ultimately tries to drown it out by doing the same shit she always does. Which is the shit that keeps him docile and uh, not fighting back. So what you're saying is 1975, they kind of knew what 2021 politics was going to be like. <laughs> is, that, is that what you're saying, Bucky? 70s is kind of like this too. Like it, 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 I feel like a lot of politics is, if it gets to a certain point where people are fighting against the facts, then you start treating them like individuals. And then that's what creates the the two sides to where it's like you can almost get away with en- with anything as long as just like, yeah, but what do you want? You want this, right? This thing that I'm telling you that you want, you want this. And fucking McMurphy's doing that all the time in this. Hmm. I don't I, <laughs> I, I in the loosest <laughs> sense possible, I get your I get your drift. But uh, that is definitely a crackpot theory. I follow. I follow. But is there uh, is there anything? Yeah. Oh, I don't think we haven't even graded this yet. I thought we got to that point already. Um, what are you guys throwing down for grades for this? I'll start since it was my movie. Um, going back and watching it, I had I had my ideas of what I was gonna be seeing and what I was gonna think of the movie. I would say those ideas were pretty close on, but I was kind of surprised at the stuff I kind of forgot about this movie, too. Um, I'm going to give it. The ending really, I don't want to say it threw me off, but it just set me in a totally different direction than the rest of the movie did. And it it did honestly throw me off. I mean, it's <laughs> it really just not yeah. terrible, not in a bad way. It just was like, wow. Holy shit. Yeah. It's fucking smothered him. <laughs> um, I, just, just because of that last like 10 minutes, I'm going to give it a B plus. All right. I love the movie. I would absolutely watch it again. I think it's interesting as hell. Um, but yeah, there's probably some things in there. Like I said, the water scene did nothing for me. Um, leading up to it was great. But the actual scene itself did nothing for me, and I felt like it'd take a long time. Maybe if I watched it at a normal time and not at between eleven and one in the morning, uh, maybe it'd be different. But yeah, we also watched Jaws last week. So were you scared of the water? <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, did you realize that both of our movies these two weeks in a row both were made in nineteen seventy five? Oh, shit. No, I didn't realize Jaws that. Jaws was the number one highest grossing movie of 75. One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest, the number two highest grossing movie of 1975. Wow. Yeah. B 
big no. big year for Aunt Agnes's. Anyways, <laughs> Bucky. Lots of Aunt Agnes's in 1975. That's yeah. right. What do you think, Joel? Um, I'm I'm gonna give this a decent A. I'd probably I would go A plus, but I just felt like there were parts where they kind of padded it out. But it's like it's one of those things where it's like it felt padded out, but I can't tell you what they could have cut. Hmm. Like I I I I, I like the how they present characters where you're like you're so on the fence about all of them. Like you're not really led to feel like one person's better than the other. They just kind of let you fill in the dots as it goes along. To, but like by the end, like Nurse Ratchet's so pious and so manipulative that it's like, holy shit, this guy that I did some really bad shit in the beginning, I'm almost kind of rooting for. Um, I don't know. I, like all the performances are really good. Uh, yeah, I just I just felt like there might be some parts in there where I felt, for me personally, it was lagging, but I can't tell you what they could have cut out. So I'll give it a decent, very decent A. All right, sweet deal. I um yeah, I'm gonna give this movie uh an A minus. I I I didn't bring it up during an initial review, but like I felt like the beginning. I guess I didn't really understand what they were trying to do with uh, Jack Nicholson's character um, when he was introduced and they're kind of like saying like, well, I think you're faking it or whatever, but they really weren't clear on like why he's even there. And the point that like he's wearing his normal street clothes for like a good chunk of the rest of the movie, like the first third of the movie, he's still in his leather jacket and stocking cap and everybody else is like in scrubs. It's like, what is he doing? <laughs> is he kind of just visiting? What's going on here? But that, I mean, that went away in just a little bit. But like, the ending was uh, pretty dour. But like, this is a, a great movie. Um, I was really, at, at, I can't remember what what point I was like all in. But um, once once I was there, I'm like, man, I, I am locked into this. And yeah. the ending did throw me for a loop just because I, I forgot a lot of it and it is pretty dour but overall i did really enjoy it though so um i think a minus uh is gonna be my score yeah great uh couple Um, of movies here um yeah jaws one flew of the cuckoo's nest like same year and we're giving it high scores man we're due for some shitty september movies (laughs) (laughs) um so that there you go. Uh, is there anything else you guys have been into uh, this last week? I mean, I'll start. Go ahead. I, I started teaching again the last uh, last week. First couple weeks of the teaching year. Oh my god, I'm so fucking busy. <laughs> it's stupid how busy I am. Um, between that and the brewery and just family life, I got no time, guys. I. <laughs> I barely squeezed in one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Um, I want to watch Heels. Yeah. On Stars. Did that finally come out? Yep. There. I think the first couple episodes are out. Punks in that. See him. Punks in that. Yeah. Heard um, that. Uh, is it Stephen Amell? He's in there. Um, I want to watch that. I want to watch What If. I haven't watched any of that though. Um, God, I just there's nothing, guys. I there's so much out there to watch. 
and I'm not watching a fucking thing. Um, we've been stuck on a Chicago PD kick at home. So, like, <laughs> just whatever's on in the background. Constantly as on as these old Chicago PD shows. <laughs> random seasons, random episodes. I love Chicago PD, but I want to watch other shit. Um, so, yeah, nothing. Nothing. Sorry. That's fair enough. JT, you've been in anything? Um, while well, me and Molly were writhing in our sickness, we watched Grease today. <laughs> uh, I don't know, because Molly loves musicals, so I thought, like, since she was feeling worse than me, I thought it might make her feel better to watch musicals. And then, like, the one I could find right away was Grease, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's a lot of, when you, like, pay attention, because, like, she puts on, like, the closed captions when you like read the captions they are talking so much about sex that i didn't even realize <laughs> the movie's not stop talking about sex well like the yeah. freaking main song of the whole movie grease lightning like talking about how chicks oh, yeah. will cream yeah. <laughs> oh gross <laughs> oh yeah, really like there's so much talk about sex but they only really say that maybe one or two of the characters are having are actually having sex. Everyone is so like, oh yeah, I totally get some. But it's like the only one that really has proof that she's had sex is Rizzo. <laughs> it's pretty, Everyone else is just like, I don't think you guys are having sex. It's pretty much just Porky's light. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh my god! Anything else? Um. No, that's pretty much it. I've I've been uh, been in a, in a almost kind of a, a coma for the last couple of days, so I haven't really watched much. Um, I, I don't think I've watched anything really significant. But uh, oddly enough, I want I do want to bring this up. Like a random, like recommended video, uh, on YouTube was so like, um, I watched some like. Uh, gardening and like homesteading stuff on YouTube and like this odd series of videos from this old couple that like just do their own kind of like uh, harvesting and canning videos from Azerbaijan <laughs> have been recommended to me and it's an it's like this old couple in like maybe their late 60s go out and it's like the title of the video is like we pick pumpkins and make a <laughs> and make pumpkin pies or whatever. So like the video is like 20 minutes long. There's no talking in it, but it's like them artfully shot going and picking pumpkins, processing them all, interspliced with like their their little kitten who's like kind of fighting with their dog and these chickens. And then it'll go back to them, like, processing these pumpkins to make, like, a pumpkin pie. And then they just kind of, like, serve it and then eat it. And that's the end of every video. And there's, like... And you're watching this. I don't know why, but it's something that me and my kids will sit down to watch at the end of the night. Because it's calming and it gets everybody settled for bed. And we've watched one a night for the last, like, week. What the fuck? <laughs> it is... I'm... I have more problems with this than I have with Bucky's shit. <laughs> I don't know why, but I, I'm into it. I will keep watching these until I am sick of them. How are you not? I don't know. What the fuck? Man? 
I don't even know what the channel name is called because it's like something in Azerbaijan. I have questions. <laughs> but I know. I know that I love it. Uh, but that's it. So, JT, if people want to talk uh, Azerbaijan with you, where can they do that? <laughs> oh, you can always find me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Uh, take! Hey, guys. I'm drunk as fuck. <laughs> as you can find me. On Twitter at Coach Havens. Yeah, I got the Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, all that good shit. Find me. Try the next stream. Uh, well, I'm glad you introduced me. Thank you so much for doing so. Uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. Find us all at Review Review Pod on Twitter. While there, the tournament of random movies is up and running. JT, what's this week's match? Guys, it is the Dark Knight versus the Descent. So cast your vote on that, if you will. If you want to write into the show, uh, what's your favorite cereal? What's your favorite kind of breakfast sandwich? How would you put the perfect breakfast sandwich together? We got September coming up. We got to think of some new stuff. That's right. Um, and maybe next week we'll give our top fives of our favorite cereals as well. See what see what's on C- Coach Haven's list over oh, here. Oh Since he's the cereal connoisseur. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll have our list ready for you. Uh, so yeah, write in, you can do that at review, review pod at gmail.com. If I already haven't said that, um, you can find our show anywhere that podcasts are. So if you want to recommend the show to a person, you can send them anywhere. Uh, but that's going to be it. Uh, what's coming up next week? Well, guys, I think it's time to do the Turner random movies, 14 winner and Shaw, I know you're listening. You want on it? You want it on this? You gotta let us know because next week we're doing the Dave Chappelle classic, Half Baked. Jaws, <laughs> One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest, and now another classic, Half Baked. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Two huge classics back to back. Can you imagine? Never been done in podcasting history. Never been done. One flew over the baked. (laughs) And uh, from what I understand, this will also lead into a theme for September, which uh, I'll give you more information on next week. From what you understand? From what a short conversation me and JT had right before the recording of this show. Oh, shit. I wasn't even here. That's right. Keep (laughs) me in the dark. The brain trust got together and did something behind the scenes. I was certainly not part of the brain trust. (laughs) (laughs) It was on our way back from... uh... It's on our way back from Skokie. Oh, I told you about. that's right. Now, okay, I'm there with you. Wow, double brain trust. I was on double the whole. Trust. I got I'm doing two brain trusts. Arrested. Thing. <laughs> brain trust on brain trust. <laughs> but yeah, half baked, half baked. Bring your, bring your, bring your weed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, man. So that's gonna be next week. So, until next time, I have been Troy to the Max Extreme. I. Hey, I'm JD3K, and I'm still sick. (laughs) But we are off.